Have you heard the news? I'm hosting a live virtual workshop on Saturday, December 10th at 2 p.m. Central Time. Friends, the holiday season is upon us, and you might already be feeling the overwhelm. There's shopping, wrapping, baking, parties to host, and galas to attend. Oh, and there's also rheumatoid arthritis. The last thing you want is to have to sit on the sidelines because of fatigue and pain. And I get it, sweet friend. I don't want that for you either. So I created the RA Strategies for Healthy Holidays Workshop. I want to show you how to manage the holidays and your RA with an anti-inflammatory style. I want you to feel your best as you start to create healthy habits this holiday season and beyond. In this workshop, I'll be sharing practical tips and strategies that will help you do all the things and be fully present with the ones you love. See the link in the show notes to get registered today. I'll see you there. What if moving to an anti-inflammatory diet enabled you to feel stronger and more empowered to face the challenges that do arise when a flare happens. The truth of the matter is sticking with the status quo in diet means that you're also sticking with the status quo of a progressive, painful nature of rheumatoid arthritis. Why is that? Because studies show that there is a correlation between poor gut microbiome and RA patients, meaning that many of us come into rheumatoid arthritis with a poor gut health that we don't even realize we have. Our gut health is everything to our overall health. And if you have poor gut health and you continue to eat inflammatory foods. I'm Don Laughlin, certified health coach and fellow RA warrior. It wasn't all that long ago that I was in this place where I was fearful of the uncertainty of my future, wondering when my next flare would come or wondering when the pain would let up. Fast forward through many trials, errors, and lessons learned, and you'll find a gal who is stronger, healthier, and more confident in her future than ever before. Yes, I still have RA, but RA doesn't have me. I believe our lifestyle, food choices, and mindset greatly impact the way our bodies handle rheumatoid arthritis. I created the Thrive with RA podcast to explore the science-based ways to realign your health through these three pillars and so much more. We'll be navigating both the messy and the blessings that come from living a life with RA. Each week, you'll get a good dose of education, inspiration, encouragement, and hope as you take small steps to improve your health and overall life. If you've been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis or are still trying to figure out if the symptoms you're feeling are indeed rheumatoid arthritis, you are in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, I thought we would chat a little bit about diet and why it matters with rheumatoid arthritis. One of my biggest frustrations as I walk through rheumatoid arthritis is the number of rheumatologists, my original doctor included, that aren't talking about the importance of improving your diet as a standard practice when living with rheumatoid arthritis. We're given the dire information about what it looks like to, to have this disease, that it's progressive in nature, what our new normal will look like, things that we can expect with the joint pain and the fatigue and the limited mobility and the challenges that we will face. And of course, there's also the conversations around medicine that will help slow the progression of the disease down and get it under control. But when it comes to diet and lifestyle, there is very little conversation. In fact, some rheumatologists will tell you that diet doesn't matter at all. Now, to their credit, doctors only have two weeks of nutritional studies in all their years of med school, residential training, fellowships, so they don't know what they don't know. Now, that said, knowing what I know now, 
It blows my mind to think that this simple conversation could offer massive hope and help you take action in those early days. No, diet does not cure RA. There isn't one. But the anecdotal evidence that is out there that backs this up is pretty substantial. So many people have had great success making dietary and lifestyle changes to improve the way they live and seeing great results in managing their day-to-day lives with RA. And yet it's not being talked about in the doctor's offices. Now, I do feel that change will come, but it's going to take some time. There are specific RA dietary-based studies that have been done in recent years that are going to give us that scientific evidence that will back it all up, proving how powerful and impactful diet can be, how food can also act as medicine. All of this will go and help change the conversations that are happening in doctor's offices. But friend, I do not want you to wait until then. Now this episode, I'm talking all about diet and and how it relates to RA, but know that there are other areas in our lifestyle that need upgrading as well. So stay tuned because I have so much more coming in future episodes that will cover a lot of these different areas. Okay, so we know that rheumatologists in general are not talking about the power of healthier diets for RA which leads many of us to just continue on with the current way we're eating, trying to navigate everything RA has to throw at us each day. You may be working so hard to get through the day that diet is the last thing that is on your mind. Maybe you feel you've already eat you already eat healthy and that there's not much you can improve on. Or or maybe you feel that there are things you can change, but gosh, it feels so overwhelming. And truthfully, it often feels easier to stick with the status quo. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about this concept of status quo and sticking with the standard American diet or the Western diet as it's often referred to. The reality is it is failing us. First off, it's a diet that is highly processed. As a culture, we have become accustomed to fast, convenient food that is unfortunately coming at a cost to our health. There is an 18-year study conducted by NYU's School of Global Public Health, and they found that the consumption of ultra-processed foods went from 53.5% of calories in the beginning of the study to 57% at the end of the 18 years, which was around 2017-2018. That is a massive jump and a large percentage of our daily calories come from foods that have empty nutrients. These foods that are in the standard American diet are filled with inflammatory ingredients. They have inflammatory oils that are high in omega-6s and low in omega-3s. Now, it's important to know that these essential fatty acids are necessary. We have to get them in our diet because our body won't make them on their own. But we are having this abundance of omega-6s that are being added to our bodies that are causing elevated inflammation because we don't have enough omega-3s to balance that out. There's also sugars, highly refined white sugars, artificial sweeteners, sugar alcohols. They're all driving up inflammation in our body. Now, if you're curious to learn more about sugar, the truth behind it, and why we crave it, be sure to check out episode four where I dive deep into all of that. Another factor to consider with the standard American foods is that they're made with refined flours. And these flours offer little to no fiber and very few nutrients. Then there's sodium. A lot of our prepackaged foods, our fast food restaurants are all providing foods that are high in sodium. And there are studies that show that a higher intake of salt can actually impact the severity of your RA. So this desire to stick with the status quo, 
There's another piece that we have to consider, and that's your mindset. First and foremost, dietary change feels overwhelming. I get it. I have walked that walk. Sticking with the food that we know and the comfort of what we know is, is so much easier. It tastes good. It makes us feel good. There's often a component of, it reminds us of our traditions of childhood memories, not to mention that it's just easier to grab what's readily available in our culture. Working with clients, I have heard it all. I've heard that it's too hard to make change. I, it won't work because I'm the only one in the family that's trying to make the change, so it's just not going to work. Or there's, I've failed before and I'll fail again. Many people wonder, well, what on earth would I eat? Some say that they're just so much of a foodie that they can't eat healthy food because the, the concept, the, the misconception is that healthy food can't taste good. Others think that it's too expensive. And I've really, I've heard often that you know, I would rather live with the pain than give up the foods that I love. Or this makes me sad to think that I have to make dietary changes. I've lost so much with RA and now I have to lose my favorite foods too. All of these are very valid thoughts and I want you to know that and to, to um, embrace that in the sense that that's normal. It's hard to make dietary change and we often consider about the things where we've been in the past and what's worked and what hasn't worked and how hard it is to make these changes. But I want to challenge you to consider a few alternative thoughts. What if you moved to eating healthier, anti-inflammatory foods, and discovered that you woke up with less pain in the morning? What if moving away from inflammatory foods meant you enjoyed all-day energy? What if eating healthier allowed your body to get in a better place where you can manage your disease on lower-costing medicines, meaning you save money down the end? Or better yet, enabled you to come off medicine altogether with the approval and assistance from your doctor. What if changing your diet meant you had more stamina in your day to move your body so that you could start exercising, which we all know helps our joints feel better? What if moving to an anti-inflammatory diet enabled you to feel stronger and more empowered to face the challenges that do arise when a flare happens? The truth of the matter is sticking with the status quo in diet means that you're also sticking with the status quo of a progressive, painful nature of rheumatoid arthritis. Why is that? Because studies show that there is a correlation between poor gut microbiome and RA patients, meaning that many of us come into rheumatoid arthritis with a poor gut health that we don't even realize we have. Our gut health is everything to our overall health. And if you have poor gut health and you continue to eat inflammatory foods, you are going to continually subject your body to more and more inflammation. I like to, to have the analogy of waking up in the middle of the night, you get up to go to the restroom and you hit your knee on the bedpost. If you get up the same way every night and you continually to hit your knee on that same bedpost in that same spot, it will never have a chance to heal. The same goes for your gut. If you are not giving it a chance to heal, it is just going to continue to feel the symptoms of building inflammation, which leads to those flares, which, which leads to the fatigue, which leads to that feeling of this is never going to get better. You have to give your gut a chance to heal so that it can serve your body the way it's meant to. Bottom line, when you take care of your body, it takes care of you. You have to get uncomfortable and do hard things to help change the trajectory and daily life with rheumatoid arthritis. Now, you, you're probably wondering, okay, 
what are the benefits? Let me let me consider all the sides. So let me tell you some of the benefits of, of doing the hard work and making dietary change. When you do these things, you're going to see that you have more energy, less joint pain, more control over your RA journey better moods, better sleeps, and you'll have the ability to re-engage in life, to get back to doing the things that you love. That could be time with your family, with your friends, your kids, your grandchildren. Maybe it's traveling or just going on adventures and hikes and being outdoors. There are so many benefits to doing the work so that you can start to feel better in your day-to-day life. So what does it require? Well, I wanna empower you not only with the information, but also the steps so that you can start making change. And first and foremost, you just have to be courageous. You have to be willing to go against the grain, to take action, to take a big leap of faith, and be open to the new possibilities. Having an open mindset to what is possible, you would be amazed at how this also helps your mindset shift and helps you feel like the work you're doing is less daunting and more doable. So how do you get started? Well, I'm all about baby steps for long-term sustainable change. It is so important that when you are considering dietary changes for your rheumatoid arthritis, that you don't look at it as a quote-unquote diet. (laughs) That is a dangerous way, a dangerous path to go down because so often we think that I'll do this short term and then I'll be able to go back to the way I was eating. Well, friend, the way you were eating probably wasn't serving your body well. And you will find that as you start to make changes, how good your body starts to feel. Many people are like, I never even knew that I that the food was harming me until I started making changes. And once you have that knowledge, knowledge is power and you wanna keep going. So consider it a lifestyle change and not a diet. Now I get that it's, it's overwhelming. It can feel so hard to go against the grain of our culture, even within our families, to say that I'm gonna choose these healthier foods over our standard fare. But I promise you, the more you start doing it, the easier it gets. And then you start feeling good and you you want more of that. So take this overwhelming feeling and break it down. Take baby steps and then notice how you feel along the way. Take note of the foods that were harming you or making you feel more achy and and all of that. And notice how you feel when you're eating these healthier foods. How's your energy level? Do you feel a little less pain in your joints? Do you feel like you have a little more stamina or your moods feel better or maybe you're sleeping better? Think about these little things along the way and then celebrate. As you are trying to set goals and make changes, celebrate along the way because I promise you when you do, you can use that as momentum on those days where it feels really hard. You can remember the days that you did big things and the week that you finished having water every day and how good it felt, how better your digestion was. And it's gonna help you keep going. So today I wanted to share with you three steps that you can start taking to make healthier choices. The first is to swap out your soda. Diet or regular, both of them, swap them out to healthier alternatives. Now, I wanted to give you some ideas. I don't wanna just tell you to swap your soda and, and send you on your way. I wanted to give you some ideas of what you could try instead. The first is infuse your water with fresh fruits. There's no doubt that you've seen all of the flavored waters out there. Make your own, make it even better. You can put a, a great combination of fruits together. There are loads of recipes on the internet and create something that's fresh and delicious and exciting to drink. You can do something as simple as adding lemon 
or cucumbers or lime, strawberries with a little basil. There are so many options. Another idea is some kombucha. Not only is it going to give you that little bit of fizz that you might enjoy, but it also has fermented food, fermented tea within that's great for your gut health. Now, I, I say that, and I also caution you to not just go drink bottles and bottles of kombucha. Rather, try and just have four ounces and add some water to, to dilute it a little bit and enjoy it on an occasion because it's a great way to have all of the, the, the fizz, um, get the fermented food in you that benefits your gut, and enjoy something other than a soda. Another idea is sparkling water. This is a great tip for when you're going out and you're you know, cutting back on drinking alcohol. You can have a sparkling water when you go out with friends. Add a little lime or lemon to jazz it up and it'll feel really special. Or you can do it at home. Either way, it's a great alternative to a soda or um, a diet or a regular soda. There's also hot or green hot or cold green tea. Green tea is loaded with anti-inflammatory goodness and incorporating that into your diet as a drink, as an alternative to soda is a fabulous idea. And lastly, one of my favorites are vegetable juices. Now I'm not talking about your V8 because I haven't looked on the ingredients on that in a long while, but it's always going to be better to either get a cold pressed juice or even better do one that you make at home. Okay, so my second tip is swap your oils. As I mentioned, a lot of our um, standard American fare is loaded with inflammatory oils. So we need to eat more of the omega-3 oils. So for your fish oil, flax oil, olive oil is fabulous, nut oil. Those are some of the ones you want to focus and eat more of and really start to dial down or avoid your cotton oil, your uh, corn oil, palm kernel oil, sunflower oil, soybean oil, um, anything that's partially hydrogenated oil or hydrogenated in your trans fats. Those are the ones that you want to move away from and really focus on those that are going to give you more omega-3s. Third, eat more dark leafy greens each day because they are loaded with nutrients that really help you drive down inflammation in your body and help your body detoxify foods out. Getting more vegetables, especially these dark leafy greens, is is crucial in your everyday. Three ways that you can do that is you could have a salad with your as a meal, you could have a side salad with your dinner or with your lunch, or you can have a green smoothie. Now, personally, I love a daily green smoothie because it is a great way to get loads of nutrition, especially tons of greens in there, and I'm not having to chew it. You know, have you ever thought and sat there tried to eat a big old salad? It takes a long time because you got to chew all those leaves, but if you throw them into a blender, it makes it so easy just to get it done and move on. In doing this, you'll start to shift and reset your taste buds and begin feeding the good beneficial gut microbes who will start to get super happy and begin kicking into gear to regain order in your gut. As they do, you start to notice the effects slowly but surely. If you're tired of being tired and ready to take charge of your health, I encourage you to grab my free resource found in the show notes. It's the perfect way to take that first step in resetting your taste buds and improving your gut health ultimately improving your RA symptoms. Now know that it is not a one and done, one smoothie or salad and you are full of energy and good to go. It takes consistency, time and perseverance and a whole lot of patience. Okay, so we've reached the end of this episode and we've covered a lot. And believe me, making dietary changes is gonna take some time. But what's important is first wrapping your head around the idea of change, being open to what's possible when you start eating healthier even if you don't think food is a factor with your RA symptoms. I'd be willing to bet you'll be surprised at what you discover. 
If you struggle with making change, remember to take small steps. Start with the three I have listed here, grab my free smoothie resource, and incorporate it into your daily routine. Set some goals and celebrate the wins that you have along the way. Now, if you're longing for a community, a group of like-minded individuals who are trying to improve their health so that they can improve their life with RA, somebody, uh, people that would understand what you're going through and, and celebrate the wins that you have, be sure to join my free Facebook group called Thrive, a rheumatoid arthritis community. You'll find the link down in the show notes below. Okay, friends, I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Take care. Friends, that's it for today's episode. If you're ready to take a first step toward improving your energy and reducing inflammation, be sure to grab my free RA pain reducing and energizing smoothie guide. You can do that by clicking the link found below in the show notes. Well, until next time, RA Thrivers, keep taking those small steps that lead to big impacts on your health.